Hi, and welcome to episode 20 of Pillow Talk. I'm your host, Nancy Anderson Hamilton, better known as Nanny Hammy. Pillow Talk is a chance to reach through the leaderboard and have fun, deep dive interviews with people from the Peloton community. Today's episode is our chat from Clubhouse on July 29th, 2021, with an incredibly inspiring mom, athlete, and true teammate. Melissa Gurnett, aka Honeybee15. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Pillow Talk. I'm your host, Nancy Anderson Hamilton. You know me as Nanny Hammy. And tonight we are talking to a true athlete, a girl that I am so excited to get to know and finally talk to after years and years <laughs> and years of chasing each other on the leaderboard. Someone who has pushed me so far. Melissa Honeybee15, welcome to Pillow Talk. Thank you so much, Nancy. I'm so excited to be um, on the show tonight. I cannot wait to share your story because I think it's super unique and super interesting. <laughs> Plus, you also have just been inspiring and helping coach others. And like, I'm just here for all of it. So if you're ready to take your game to the next level, even like I think some tiny nugget that you could drop for people is going to help them immensely. So we're going to dive right in. We'll follow our normal format where we ask more of the history questions of Melissa's journey. And then we'll do the fun, would you rather lightning round at the end. And that's when people can come up to the um, to the stage and talk to Melissa. And if they have questions or comments, they can join the conversation. So we'll get started here. Number one question, what are you drinking? <laughs> so I just, I just posted an Instagram story. People asking me what I'm drinking. And it's so funny. I was looking at the responses. And when I go out, my, my number one drink is a Cosmo. I love it, but I can't make it myself. So I'm a huge barstool sports fan. So right now I am drinking my favorite summer drink, a, a pineapple high noon. So I'm obsessed with pizza. I'm obsessed with the Prez, Dave Portnoy, and I'm sipping a high noon today. I don't even know what that is. You got to tell me. You don't know what a high noon is? All right. A high noon is a vodka and soda in a can. It is just a slice of, of heaven. Oh, great. <laughs> I can get down on that. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yum. I've got my spin dripped as always. And today's been kind of crazy. And so I am having a hazy IPA just to ease into this fun conversation with you. And I'm excited to enjoy all the things. Okay, so this is where we're going to dive into your story. I want past, present, and future. I want to know the history <laughs> before. I want to know where you came from, what you were doing before. And you. I feel like that's its own story in itself. Um, yep. How you came to Peloton and found it and got it into your sphere. And then, um, you know, tell us your journey with that. Take it away, Miss Honeybee. Okay, so... You know, I would always consider myself in my entire life as an athlete. I was always like the jock. Um, so I, I competed since I was little in soccer, lacrosse. And, you know, as I went into high school, I started to play field hockey. And field hockey really became my passion um, growing up. And I, I actually went to college and played Division One field hockey at Central Michigan University. Um, I grew up as we, we originally started this conversation um, in upstate New York. So I'm originally from Rochester, New York, but I spent four of the best years of my life um, at Central Michigan University. So fire up chips. Um, and, <laughs> and, you know, I, I think an entire part of my life being competitive is where I think Peloton now fits back into my life. Um, so I, 
sadly, after I finished college, um, that part of my life just ended. And it was almost like dealing with a loss, yeah. like dealing with something like a death. And it was just like, every day you wake up, you think about sports and training and weightlifting and being at your top peak performance in order to, to, to be your best on the field. And then one day it ends. And then where do you go from there? You know, you go to your local gym, but you're just going there, working out, running, working out elliptical. I didn't really get into, you know, running competitively or anything like that. So I didn't have much to transition to. And then life happens. I went after um, college and I, I have a career in finance. So that's my, I call it my day job <laughs> and I call Peloton my fun job. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so my, my day job is in finance and after college, I um, got my MBA and was working full time and then it left a lot. Working out became less and less of a priority. Yeah. So it, I felt like as I progressed and became more successful in my career, it left less time for me to develop those skills that I had had. And, you know, to be competitive, working out, fitness. And I also didn't have that platform, that outlet. And I think one of the things that Peloton gives you is the community aspect that you can't really get at your local gym. Mm -hmm. um, and, and unless you're taking some group exercise classes or working out with a, with a friend or a trainer, it's, it's difficult. So for me, um, fast forward to then having two kids. Um, my son now is 12. My son, Danny's 12. And my daughter, Juliana, is 10. Wow. So I went for a period of over seven years where I stopped working out completely. And I think that was the most difficult time of my life personally, as far as my own personal you know, growth and development, because I put all of my focus and energy on my children and, and my work and my, my family and being a wife. So I think that was a really difficult transition for me in my own personal growth um, is putting my, my physical fitness as a backseat. So then we'll, we'll forecast, fast forward to 2017. I get a phone call from my husband. Okay. And he goes, I'm going to go, I, he's like, I'm buying this Peloton. And I go, what's a Peloton? <laughs> <laughs> so my husband really is the type of person that likes the latest gadget. And okay. <laughs> I had no idea what a Peloton was. I've maybe took one spin class in my entire life before this. And he goes, it's a fitness exercise bike. And I said, we got into a huge fight about it. I said, you're crazy. It's way too much money. I was completely <laughs> yeah. against the Peloton. And fast forward, he buys it anyways, begrudgingly. I have this bike delivered to our house and I had no idea what to do with it. I think I looked at it for a week. Um, and then did he get day, on it right away? He did. It was his okay. purchase. So okay. I um, wasn't sure if he just kind of got it and was waiting. Around. No, he, right. he was like totally into it for like the first month. <laughs> 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 and then one day I said, all right, I'm going to give it a try. And I, I thought it, I was going to die after the first ride. I literally, you know, after not working out for that long of a time over seven years. Yeah you know, not being in good shape, it was difficult for me to transition. And, you know, I look back at my, my PRs and my first couple rides, I was like, Oh my. <laughs> so, but, but I started and I think that's what a lot of people get stuck. You know, they don't take that first step and it is as difficult it for was for me to take that first step. I'm so grateful and so happy that I did that. So 
it was August of 2017. So I'm going Mm -hmm. on my four year anniversary of Peloton. I call myself. Oh, how exciting. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Big time. And, um, you know, it really changed my life. And I, I have to give a shout out to Joel Williams. So he's the one who convinced my husband. So he's a friend of ours to purchase the bike. And he subsequently introduced me to Alex Toussaint to ride on the bike. So Joel, I, I owe him. I tell them all the time that he is the one that, that got me into Peloton. But I, I, I slowly started progressing on the bike. And, you know, over the past, you know, four years, I would really say like I was going through the motions. That's how I started. Um, I was taking rides and um, I would say the fifth ride that I took was Alex. And after I took his class, I never looked back. Um, I've taken 1100 rides plus, and I'd have to say 90% of my rides are with him. I think I Girl, I would say like 99% of them. 99. (laughs) I know. The whole first year, Nancy, I'll have to say, I once I took his class, I never took another instructor. <laughs> no, I know, I know. We we would be like, hey, we're doing this ride, and you're like, ah, oh, no. well, is is it an Alex ride? <laughs> <laughs> is it club hangers? If it's not club hangers, then forget about it. <laughs> you're like Dennis, who? Uh, yeah, let's do an no. Alex ride. <laughs> I would tell you, he used to have his club hangers every Saturday night at five o'clock. My entire weekend was planned around his live schedule. Girl, same. <laughs> same. It was like the most. And I remember talking to Andrew about this and a couple other people. It is like it was the slot for everyone. It worked for everyone across the nation, which is amazing. So maybe not UK, but like for East Coast, West Coast, it, we could work it into our Saturday and I remember you would full on like do a video in the morning, be like, today's a good day. We're going to do club bangers. We're going to go out for dinner later. It was like this religious experience for you. Yes. You know, it really did. And it became, you know, I would say at the beginning, like Alex taught a lot more live classes pre-pandemic and things like that. And I yeah, would make sure. every effort to either take the class or take it on demand. And I remember and this, you know, right now that we get in the class, there's thousands of people, you know, four or five. 6,000 people in the class. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be remember it would be club bangers and there'd be like two or 300 people on the leaderboard. Yeah. And to see where Peloton and where Alex started to where it is today is just truly incredible and how much this community has come together and how many people I've connected to through, through Peloton is truly special. Yeah. It's been so fun to watch you grow and we'll get into a little more of that story in a minute. Um, it's just such a blessing and like to see you thrive is like, I am just cheering you on. Like I, (laughs) I cannot, like, I've been trying to keep up with you, but you have a whole different work system and we'll, we'll dive into that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Well, thanks um, to your husband for just (laughs) going out, (laughs) going $2,500. (laughs) I love that you got in a fight about it. That's amazing. 100. Yes. You know, we totally did. <laughs> All right, let's talk about your leaderboard name, Miss Honeybee 15. Alex loves to shout you out. I love it when he does it. <laughs> Tell me how you came up with it and if you changed it at all during your time with Peloton. So I'll start. I've never changed my my leaderboard name. It was from day one. Um, so Honeybee awesome. 15. So so I, I'll, I'll give you a little bit about my background. So my father grew up in a country called Macedonia, which was part of the former Yugoslavia. And I lived in a multi-generational household when I was growing up. So I lived with my grandparents, my parents, and I and my sister. 
And growing up, I, I spoke Macedonian before I spoke English. So that's another fun okay. fact about Honeybee. And the reason I chose Honeybee is because my name Melissa in Macedonian means Honeybee. So if you ever Google it, um, so Melissa, it really is Melissa. And 15 was my, my playing number for field hockey. So that's how I got Honeybee 15. I can't like that anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so beautiful. What a lovely story. I would never think that. Oh, I, I can, I love it, love it, love it. And I especially love that you haven't changed it at all. That's super I never cool. will. <laughs> <laughs> same girl, same. <laughs> Okay, so we'll talk about Alex again a little bit. So you said you rode with him on like your fifth ride. Who was your first ride? Do you know? I My first ride was with Allie, Allie Love. And mm-hmm. I see Ryan's on here and I know that she's getting married this weekend. I know he's he's crying right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but boss up, she was my first ride at Peloton. I took her, I, um, I think I took her a couple times and then I took Cody, which I love Cody. Like anytime yeah. the XOXO rides, I've expanded. Um, my, my girlfriend, Kristen got me into those and I'm just tearing up laughing, like laughing, crying, taking these classes. Yeah. Um, but I took them. And then once I took Alex, it was like, I'm home and <laughs> you know, <laughs> I never looked back. So tell me what, what's, what like really sunk you in? Like, I love AT. I love him so hard, but you like, he's your number one boy. (laughs) I am at another level of love. So, um, you know, honestly, it's, it's just for me, it's the perfect package. It is the music. You know, I feel like the music is everything for me. And I really connect to the music that he picks. I'm really into the hip hop. You know, he plays some sort of, sometimes it's usually upbeat and pop and gets you going. But I, for me, it's the tough love. It's the discipline. It's like he has that military style background. You know, he went to military school. It's about him just like commanding you to do things on the bike. And that's what I really respond well to. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought he gives you really clear direction, but I'm also truly inspired by his story his inspiration. And it's almost like I wait for the motivational speeches on, on the bike and I live for them. And I, I created my hustle and motivate page is, is an outlet to share how much he has inspired me on the bike. And I really tried to take, um, that page to say, usually I come up with my ideas for my Instagram, usually when I'm riding and I like to share things that are meaningful to me and how they've either translated in my personal life, riding and really, um, taking that and saying either it's a motivational quote he had said, a song, how he made me feel on the bike, um, and really translating that to help and inspire other people. Yeah. And also too, I just find it fascinating how young he is and has so much wisdom. Like I, I would love to pick his brain a little bit because it's, it has so many gold nuggets that I'm just like, I can't wait for more, you know? And I, I've taken four in-studio rides um, with, with Alex. I've taken four with Alex and one with Tune Day. So I have branched out. Um, I do love Tune Day as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll share a little, uh, my, the first time I ever went to the studio and my experience and how genuine Alex was to me. Um, yes, so please. I, I went for my birthday in November of 2018. I didn't know what to expect. So I had the bike for just a little over the year, a year. And everybody's like, all of my friends and family are like, what? You're going to work out? You're going on for your birthday to a Peloton class? Like people thought- <laughs> And I you're was... going to New York and that's what you're going to do? <laughs> exactly. They thought yeah. I was like insane. Like 
So I didn't care. I wanted to go there and I went to go take his five o'clock club club bangers on a Saturday night. It was, I was looking forward to it. I was so excited and I went a little bit early because I had wanted to check out the studio and I'm sitting in the, you know, just the area, the waiting area. And there's a bunch of people there and I'm chatting up and Alex walks in the door and he, he, he was talking to another member, um, that was about to take the class and he walks up to me and my husband and he shakes my hand and he said, I saw you on the roster. And, you know, we started chatting. I told him it was my birthday. It was just such a genuine interaction by him to walk up to me. I would never met him before. He knew who I was. Um, I have full on had chills right now. I, I had like chills down my back. (laughs) So that was the first time, you know, it was, it was before the class and I had, the most epic shout out to a Drake song for my, my birthday. And um, it was one of the most memorable experience that I had at Peloton. And, you know, after, after that, I had taken um, three more studio rides with him. The second most memorable experience would, would have to be during um, homecoming where mm-hmm. it was um, club bangers during homecoming. And it was like a rock concert. Like the energy in that studio was insane. And oh, by the oh, way, oh, you can feel girl, it on at home. I was at home <laughs> taking it live, and and he was like, "I need this energy all the damn time." I could not believe how much people were screaming. People were. I had. I posted it on my Instagram, like the the intro, like like I think he was just taken aback. Like he was just generally <laughs> genuinely in shock. Like people were just like cheering for him. <laughs> Like he was the biggest rock star in the entire world. Yeah. And it was so genuine. And I think every single person in that room, I think there was 50 people had shout outs. <laughs> For sure. Everybody. Yes. Cause he is such a professional. <laughs> so That's you know, I, awesome. I love all of his sayings. I love trust the process, fix your face, you know, do better. Every, all of his, you know, mantras really speak to me. And, you know, I really try to, embody them in my daily life. Yeah. I mean, you can't have anyone tell you that he's not a good influence. Like everything about him resonates doing better and like learning and growing and going through serious shit in order to like improve yourself, him included. Like, you know that he is genuine and everyone says every instructor is genuine. It's like Alex Toussaint is so real. And yes. I appreciate it so, so much as do you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I love it. I cannot believe that he like walked up to you and was like, what's up, honeybee? You're here. <laughs> <laughs> like beyond. That's so beyond. Okay. So you have the bike, you're doing great. You're, I mean, the reason I know you girl is because we would ride for sure club bangers and once in a while other classes together. And yep. I, I take Peloton a little too seriously. Sometimes I am always trying to better myself. I'm trying to beat myself. I am trying to put in the work and really do the workout for my health and to show that I'm getting stronger. And you were always right there with me. And I love it. I love a strong woman who's really just working it out. And then you kind of got a little higher and a little higher and a little further away from me on the leaderboard. And I was like, what is this girl doing? Like, she went from like working pretty good. Like, we, like, I gotta say, like, I think we're doing pretty good at, on this ride. And then you were just like, zoom, like off my. <laughs> so, so you have completely shifted your training and focus. And you have this whole new like world of coaching. And you have this training with Jake program. And I want you to tell us 
how that originated and yeah. what you're doing with that now. So I, I, I'm so excited to talk about this because, you know, I, I feel like some of the best friends and, and people in my life that I've met have been through the, the training with Jake program. And, um, I, you know, I'll first kind of start, you know, take a, take a step back and, and how it all started. So I connected with Jake Goldstein, you know, through Alex Toussaint, taking Alex Toussaint's classes, you know, it was just, and we, we, we became friends, um, through the, through Instagram and, 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 you know, would take classes together and we, we would do things. And then, um, when the pandemic hit, Jake and I started training together. Um, you know, we, we, you know, became really good friends and he is the hardest worker I've ever met in my entire life. Um, he has taught me so much about fitness, um, training, cycling. I owe everything to him. Um, I call him my, I'm his worst student because <laughs> I, I, I fight him all the, uh, every step of the way, but I do, I do try to listen. Don't tell him too much. Um, <laughs> But he is he has taught me everything. And so what had happened is when COVID hit, we decided to start training together. So every day, Jake would take two classes. He would take one in the morning, a 30 minute ride, and then we would usually take a 45 minute Alex class around seven o'clock at night. Like was like when there were no live rides, like during when the there dark were no time live too. Ride. Okay. Like we, All right. I, this was like every single day. We'd do it five days a week and then you know, take, you know, the live rides on the weekend. Um, but it, it, it was, it was just a lot of fun. And we connected through that. And I really learned to ride differently. I would just follow the class. And, you know, Jake and I would be very purposeful on, on how we would ride. And he would teach me different things. And I can tell you, not every ride's a PR, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I'd have really, really bad rides, but I'd be working on a specific thing. And what I, you know, it's what you do when no one's watching. And those are the types of things we would, you know, say to each other when we're doing what we call our training rides. So mm -hmm. during the week, we call them our training rides. And then, you know, something that the TWJ teams know, we would have our performance rides. And usually those are like live classes, or we, we would pick a day where we'd try to go after and, and, and break a PR. But most of the time, when we would ride, we would work on, he would give me specific things to work on. Like I'm really, really bad at high cadence. And yeah, cause it you ever, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather crank up the, the resistance and, um, you know, r ride at, at a high resistance and, and lower cadence. 100%. So he, he would make me ride at high, high cadence and I'd hate it. I'd be like mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But, you know, every, we trained every single day, um, for months and months on end. And that's kind of how Jake started with a feel good fam. So Jake then did a week long series with a feel good fam. Cause mm -hmm. I, people started noticing, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. my outfit going up and I feel like it was the beginning no, like of doubling, how, like not just going up. It, it was did. like, shoom, like off the charts. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of purposeful training, I would say behind the scenes and things that, that I was working on. And so it went from that to this week long program with the feel good fam, um, where people, you know, he, he created this program and rides and, um, I, I called myself the chief ride officer cause I, I, I would pick the rides. <laughs> It's all about the music and, you know, if we don't have Drake, Meek Mill, um, you know, some sort of, you know, hip hop in there, old school, then we, Big Sean, you know, we can't do the ride. 
Um, so I, I would pick the rides and, um, you know, that, that's how it all started. And then from there, the TWJ programs began and, and Jake had this amazing idea to create a 30 day multidiscipline program, which was super intense, um, where they focused on cycling, strength training, nutrition, mental performance and recovery. And I sat on the sidelines, you know, for the first two cohorts, um, you know, Jake was doing his thing with the other coaches and he kept asking me, he goes, do you want, do you want to join this? I'm like, no, I've already kind of done this with you. And then finally, when it came to cohort three, it was, uh, August of, uh, 2020. And I, I, I said, I'm in, I want to do this. I want to, I want to experience this for myself. Mm-hmm. And I had a really specific goal. Um, so my goal was to hit over 800 kilojoules on the bike. And it was something that I had been chasing for a long time. On a 45 minute ride. On a 45 minute ride. Yep. So I'll just preface this. I took a ride, I think it was January 2nd and it was right around 400 kilojoules, um, on the bike. So doubling my output within, you know, a year, less than a year. And I didn't, I didn't think I could do it. And I was really scared and I was like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I was kind of like, this was some of the, I want to be part of this program. And I can tell you, Nancy, the one thing that really changed me during this time, it wasn't anything that Jake taught me. It wasn't the strength training. It wasn't the nutrition. It was the mental performance. And I worked with a coach. um, His name is Sebastian Little, and he is the one that got me over the hump. Um, so the mental performance coach and the time that I spent with him and the other teammates during our, our mental performance training are really what got me to the next level of training. And it was like, you had to almost break down to breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So that was the best, you know, experience that, that those 30 days, um, bonding with our cohort. So I was in a group of, of seven individuals and, you know, we did this together and it was like, a, we were like battle buddies. <laughs> oh, you went so, through war together. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was amazing. Um, I'll never forget the day mm-hmm. that I broke 800. Um, it was, it was what we call the performance ride. And so this is a funny story. So I, I took a nap. I had a really bad day at work. I, I took a nap before the ride and I almost missed it. So I woke up about two minutes before the time it was, it was oh my take the class. And <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have any clothes. I had to throw on a sports bra and my <laughs> leggings ran downstairs and I pedaled for my life. And I didn't think I would ever break this 800 kilojoules, but it was just like one of those moments where you're not thinking you're just going. It was just, you had, you had to make a decision. It was sink or swim. And I swam for my life and I broke 800 kilojoules. And I can tell you the tears, they were running down my face when, when I, I broke that, it was amazing. I thought my phone was going to explode <laughs> from <laughs> the amount of people that were texting me and my, 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 all of the friends that from the support. So it was one of those moments that I didn't think was going to happen. And to see it happen with, with my teammates was truly special. Yeah. That's like, for me, I'm, I don't even know how that's like humanly possible. (laughs) So I'm just in awe at that feat and that goal for you. And then the completion for you. That's incredible, Melissa. That's really, really, truly amazing. Really. Thank you. 
Wow. So are you still involved with him and his programs? So I, I did the, um, so what was exciting is for, for cohort four and for, he, he did some individual one-on-one -on -one trainings with some other folks. Um, I, I was supporting him with the, the cycling coaches and I loved doing it. It was so rewarding and so fun. I felt like I was a part of, of cohort four, um, really continuing on and, and sharing what I had learned on the bike. And one of the things um, that Jake is famous for is his spike method. <laughs> So yeah, I'm a little aware, but tell everyone about it. <laughs> so, so the spike method, he, he rides at a very high resistance. Um, most people can't ride as high as resistance. He rides at 99 resistance. Um, but you know, whatever, everybody picks their um, cadence and resistance ratio. And it's basically, um, it's an intervals of, of spiking and, and working really hard and pedaling really fast and then pulling it back. And you can repeat and repeat and repeat. I'll tell you, I did not hit my PR of 800 using spike method. I, I'll be the first to admit I was a spike method dropout. <laughs> but for a lot of people in TWJ, it was amazing. And they were able to hit a lot of their goals using it. So I think mm. it really depends on the person. And I really tried to focus with, with the, the people in cohort four, where there isn't other ways to hit your goals outside of spike method. And really working on, you know, the mental performance um, in helping the teams, you know, achieve their personal goals. Because everybody has different goals. And some people, it's not just about hitting a PR. It may be about, you know, sustaining things on a bike. Um, so helping, yeah. helping the teams hit whatever they wanted to hit on the bike. Um, do you think that any of this training with Jake has anything to do with the ride to greatness, which is basically the exact same thing? <laughs> I'm not sure, Nancy, but I could say the format is quite similar. And all I could hmm. say is imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Jake Colton gets shout outs on every single ride that he's on. Ride. I, I know he has a very personal relationship with Mr. Toussaint. Um, I, I can't I, say anything. I think, I'm here I for think... it. I mean, we're a team, right? Like we all work together. So yes. <laughs> that's pretty funny all right this is my last question um and then we'll go into the more fun stuff but tell me just what's next for you what are you working towards you've already accomplished so much and you've set goals and you've met them and exceeded them uh what's going on next for you melissa so for me you know i feel like i i've um i'm, I'm not stopping with the bike i love the bike but i really think that um, for, for my 40th birthday, um, I, my husband bought me the trot. Obviously he likes, he likes buying me, um, Pelotons. <laughs> <laughs> he bought me the tread and it was the best gift ever. Um, and I love doing my, my workouts on there. I am the world's okayest runner. I'm, I'm, I call myself a turtle. Um, but I, I'm trying to, um, get back on to it. I had a, a really bad leg injury when I was in college, which has really prevented me from, you know, hitting my stride on, um, on, on the tread, but I'm working towards it and trying to get better every day. But that's my, that's what's for me next and really strength training. So I can tell you Adrian Williams and the Thunder Squad are everything for me. So um, outside of taking Alex's classes on the Peloton bike, on the tread and strength, um, Adrian is my number one. <laughs> and he said, yeah. Ron, I say it how fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
he is very easy to look at and he's very encouraging. And I agree. There's been a couple runs that I've done with him where he just looks at the camera and he says, run with me. And I'm like, okay. Like it's just this this effortless, Effortless. like like, meet me here. And I'm like, sure. Like I, I (laughs) I have never felt that invitation so generously presented to me and I'm like yeah, yeah let's and I turn it up and then we're like running and then you're going and then you're going <laughs> he 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 is another person in Peloton um you know I think is very genuine I love hearing the stories about his nana and his family it, I it's know, just warms so my heart sweet. <laughs> Uncle Momo all Uncle of it Momo, yeah yes. I know I love it <laughs> I love it well, that's so fun because I too joined the Tread family. I'm in Turtle Town. I'm getting better. It's still hard. It's so humbling. And but then I also too look back on my journey with the bike. And you know, I'm three years in now. And I just PR'd yesterday on my 30 minute ride. And I got 475, and it was just like I I wasn't even gassed. And I I knew I could have pushed a 500, and I didn't because I wanted to save it. Like I was like I. I just was like, I'm not there yet. Like, and I, to have that feeling to know that there was more in my tank, like that's what I want. And then I want to be able to transfer hopefully some of that over to the tread where it's still just, you know, it's a little uh, creaky, (laughs) but we'll get there. You'll get there. there, You'll get there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. All right. This has been so fun. I could talk to you forever. And of course I could because <laughs> because we've been involved with each other's lives like deeply for such a long time. And this is just such a kismet thing for me. I'm loving it. All right. So if anyone has questions or comments, get ready. We'll bring it up soon, but I'm going to fire away here. Um, I got to know you have your hustle and motivate and you always do three emojis and you do a B, which <laughs> I know what that's for. And then you do a mountain and a crab. Can you please tell me the importance of those emojis? Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I'm the bee. And yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Jake is the crab um, because I call him a hermit crab. And, <laughs> and he helped me climb up the mountain. So he is the person that he, he's the one that encouraged me to create the hustle and motivate page. And he is the one who has transformed my performance on the Peloton bike. So I owe so much to him. He is such a great friend of mine. And that is the reason, you know, it's, I affectionately call him the, the crab. <laughs> okay. I was like, I, I get the mountain. Cause like Alice always talks about, you know, trying to get to yep. the top of the mountain and the view. And I was like, the crab is really throwing me and, girl. And, oh Jay, and Jake, Jake got to the top of the mountain and helped me up. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you so much for answering that question. All right. You knew it was coming. Can you please describe yourself as an ice cream flavor for us? Yes. Yes. I was so excited for this. And I actually got a hint about this yesterday. So I did think about this. So in upstate New York, one of the things that we're known for is our chocolate ice, almond ice cream. And I really think that I really embody that because I'm a classic with a little bit of sweet and a little bit of salty. Mm. Yum. Crowd pleaser mm-hmm. and local. So you're like up in where you're from. I like exactly. it. Exactly. Like <clears throat> okay. If you had to choose a Tabata class or a Hidden Hills class, which one would you choose to do? Hidden Hills all day. Oh, yeah? Yes. I like <laughs> is it because Tabata is so much like the spike method? <laughs> Tabata is death to me. Tabata is sitting and pedaling fast, which I hate to do. (laughs) I'll climb the mountains. 
Um, so you mentioned that you went to homecoming and you were able to have like the most perfect experience with your, uh, cause you had a milestone there, right? I did. 450. Um, give us a couple <laughs> more. <laughs> I know exactly what it is. <laughs> of course you do. This is our lives. This is like ingrained in us as much as the birth of our children. Um, exactly. give us a couple more highlights from homecoming that were really fun for you. So I think one of the things that was insane to me was the the sale <laughs> that they had there. Oh, the they clothes. The clothing sale. So it was incredible. Like I came home with like 15 pieces and they were like, <laughs> you would get leggings for like $20, sports bras for like $15. They were like giving away hats at the end. Like it was amazing. Like it was kind of like this little secret. Um, but I got so much Peloton gear from that sale, which was amazing. Um, and, and just meeting some of the people that I met that I'd rode with um, on the leaderboard. So Run Pretty Kitty, who was part of um, the TWJ family. She was in cohort two. We had met in person um, during the Alex ride in, in Club Bangers. I also met Miss Jazz there. Um, we actually met at the, the Peloton warehouse sale. And just seeing the people, the energy on the street, like you see the people on the street and they're like, what's your leaderboard name? And like people were shouting out their <laughs> leaderboard names. I met. <laughs> so there, there were tons of people that um, I had met through the, the riding um, in real life. And then one of my favorite experiences at Peloton was I was getting ready to take the class at Club Mangers and John Foley was standing in the studio. Mm. So... I walked up to John and I asked him for a job. (laughs) (laughs) I told him how much I loved Peloton, how I thought the brand was amazing, how much that Alex Toussaint meant to me. I was so inspired to be there during the Peloton weekend. He's like, well, what do you do? I said, well, I work in finance, but I'll be an intern. So I always joke that I'm the Peloton intern. <laughs> You're like, but I also have an MBA, so I can pretty much do anything at this point. <laughs> so I can, I can say that I walked up to the CEO of Peloton for the first time I ever met him in my <laughs> leggings and asked him for a job. <laughs> that, is, that is so wonderful. I love it. I love it. And it's, but it's also the truth. I mean, of course you would yes. want to work <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Do you have um, a favorite show that you've been watching lately? Anything grabbing you off on the television? Honestly, the Olympics. Like, I'm so into it right now. And I'm so inspired. Like, that was one of the things as, as a kid. I always dreamt that I would go to the Olympics for field hockey. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I just love seeing the athletes and seeing them compete right now is just amazing. And, um, you know, just rooting for, for everybody, all the athletes all around the world. Yeah. Well, and especially, you know, you can watch it with the whole family and it's different each time because there's new things on. And um, my sister rode competitively for a long time. She did crew. And so like, I just love watching the rowing because it takes me back to that. And when you have a personal connection to any sport, it just makes it a little more exciting and exhilarating. Um, I just feel so bad when I see the athletes and they can't celebrate with their family. I know. It's like, it's, it's just it's it's so heart wrenching. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned you love a good Cosmo. And like, I remember that like 
so well where it was like, okay, Saturday, you're going to Club Bangers. We're going to like rock it out with Alex. And then you would go out with your husband and you guys would have date night all the time. <laughs> I love it. And I just can't wait for that to happen for me in my life because I got little kids, but you got older kids and it's like, it's going to yep. happen one day. And it's going to be so great. Um, and you would, you guys always went to like swanky places and you would have <laughs> these like delicious cocktails and stuff. So tell me like, if you could choose to go to a specific restaurant to get a specific meal, what would it be and why? So I love a good steak. And I think, you know, we like going to, you know, nice steak houses. I, but I love trying new foods. So I, I, I get to travel a lot for my job and I go, you know, travel to different countries and different things. So I love trying any local cuisine. So I would say, you know, if I'm at home, a great steak house is amazing, but I love Mediterranean food. I love Italian food, but wherever the local cuisine is, is, is amazing. I went to Disney World last week and I was in Epcot and I love just walking around <laughs> and trying all the different um, different foods at the different countries. So yeah, because um, it's different. I, you got to switch it up. Exactly. So I'm, I, I would say I have a very open minded when it comes to food and I'll, I'll pretty much try, you know, every anything almost once. You know, Melissa, I really appreciate that because a lot of people get stuck in their rut and they only want a few things and you just, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Like you have to you don't stop and get a taco later. <laughs> like it's fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, that is all the heaviness that I have for you. In the meantime, um, anyone who wants to come and talk to Melissa, raise your hand and we'll bring you up. Um, but tell people where they can find you and follow you to stay in you know, in your journey. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at hustleandmotivate.15 or on the Peloton leaderboard at honeybee15. Perfect. Well, we have a few people here and let's, uh, hold on. We'll bring up Jordan. Get him on stage. Hey, Hi, Jordan. Wow. My first time speaking on Clubhouse. This is awesome. Um, guys, really enjoyed listening to you while I made my dinner. Um, Melissa. <laughs> Um, I follow you on Instagram, but I did not know like 90% of what you said. So I <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyed uh, hearing about your background and how you got into everything. Um, funny thing about me, I kind of caught the Jake bug when he was sort of, you know, trending and people were saying, oh my God, how his score so high. Da, da, da. I looked through his profile. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at these spikes. Look at this output. And although I didn't join the program, like I started training myself. Um, so mm -hmm. it's actually cool to know that you kind of spurred that on uh, with Jake. Yeah. Um, and I guess if I were to have a question, um, it would sort of be about longevity. So when I ride, I go pretty hard and you can't really go 100% all the time. So I kind of got burnt out. I kind of stopped riding for a bit once I hit like, the outputs that I wanted. So what do you kind of do to, you know, keep it interesting or tell yourself that, okay, you don't have to go super hard every time and, and keep it interesting sort of thing. That's an yeah. excellent question. I would say for me, we, and this is what we call it in TWJ is the training rides versus the performance rides. And most of my rides are a hot mess. And I can tell you that, like, if you see me on the leaderboard in a live ride, I'm usually trying to hit like a PR or go for something, you know, go for, you know, chasing the leaderboard or, you know, having more of an intense ride. But a lot of the times when I'm just working out on my own or working out with friends, I'm, I'm following the class or I'm working on something specific. And I've learned really quickly that you need those days. You need the days where you actually take the time off the bike 
or you take a lower impact ride or you follow the class um, and, and not jack up the resistance or the, the cadence is, is fast because you can't. And I think one of the things that everybody needs to be really aware of is those recovery times. Um, I use um, po the power dot we use. I have Normatex that I use. I also use a Theragun. But I think about there are days where I just take a walk and, you know, I sit on the tread or I walk around my neighborhood with my dog because you can't go all out all the time. You'll get really burned out. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. I'm going to go eat my dinner, um, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, everyone, you guys can follow me and, on the and leaderboard. And you have a huge shout out to you, Jordan, for my plaque. <laughs> <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you so, for joining so Jordan. Jordan. Has yeah, Jordan has an amazing business, so follow him. And what is your Instagram, Jordan? Uh, it's my name, Jordan Grant. Jordan Grant. It's the Grant, same, so... same at as my clubhouse, if you want to find awesome. me. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Excellent. Thanks, Jordan. Ryan, what's going on? Hey, uh, this is also my first time on Clubhouse. So this is pretty <laughs> Welcome! <great. laughs> um, this, is, this is cool. This is a great chat. Uh, a lot of fun. Um I, I only have one question. Melissa, uh, does Alex know about Adrian? <laughs> Alex does not know about Adrian. <laughs> right. I won't say anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate this, guys. This was really cool. Well, yeah, thanks, Ryan. Ryan. Come back every Thursday. We share a new story from a home writer every week because there are so many inspirational people out there, and I'm so glad that you're able to find us. Indeed. Thank you. That's really funny. Um, I mean, I was actually thinking about that the other day, like, um, because I don't see Adrian and Alex interacting very often, and I know it's COVID, and I know things are different, whatever, but I'm just like, are they friends? Or Because <laughs> I think they would be friends. Yeah, so Adrian joined while like things everything happened in COVID. Like he joined. I know. Like, so I think it must be hard for him. You know, I think who who else joined with him? There was a couple instructors that joined during COVID. I can't imagine how difficult it was when you had all these instructors that had bonded before that and then just kind of joined on the fringes. Right. And they're, you know, different times and they're not at the studio hanging out all day anymore like they used to and whatever. But I, I can't wait to see them like just mesh their vibe. I can't together wait to go because, back. Yeah. Because they're just I feel so similar. Yeah. I I can't wait for it. <laughs> Sign me up. Ariel, what's going on, girl? Hello, ladies. Hello, Melissa. I was just going to come up and ask. So when are we having like a reunion TWJ? Because I was with uh, the, the very first like feel good fam one. And that's when I got my 45 minute PR. I haven't, hey. hit, I haven't hit that in over a year. So I think it's time for like a little reunion. To I agree. <laughs> so the mermaid is coming for part two. I think so. Like we need this. And, and I miss the TWJ community so much. Um, I miss, you know, the, the, the cohorts that we had, the, the, the bondings, the rides. So yeah, I agree. We need to reinvigorate that. Mm, that's a good idea. I remember Emily Hill did the first one, the training one, uh, miss what's her name? Move bish. And yes. she was just like, Oh <laughs> hell no. She was like, are you effing kidding me? Like, this is what we're going <laughs> to She's like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if I'm going to stick it out. And I don't know if she did, but I just appreciated her commentary because <laughs> as I sat on the sidelines and watched everyone do the spike method. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that's so good. But yeah, an idea of like having a, you know, a yearly check-in. That's not a bad mm -hmm. idea of like, how yep. you doing? I mean, especially like, it's like our lives have still been affected by the world. Like nothing's really changed. So anything to be like, hey, it's time to check in on your goals. It's time to check in on how you doing. Maybe people need a reset. My friend Jen, who's on today listening, she did the most brave thing a couple of weeks ago and she went in and deleted all of her old PRs because she had hip surgery and she's, she's operating in a new body. And I was just like, you know what? That is like the most incredible thing I've seen because she's like, I am honoring who I am now. And yeah. it's so easy to attach yourself to those numbers and they define you in a certain way. And um, to be able to say, this is who I am and this is what I'm working with, that's all you have is the present. So being truly honest and doing the work, like I think it's great for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much, Melissa. I, I'm just like, <laughs> and it was so fun to talk to you and just hear more about you and just laugh with you. And I remember really wishing I could be at homecoming and just have more of that connection and look you in the eye because I just really appreciate you and just how much you've been there for me as a teammate and an encouragement and just like you, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. And I find that so inspirational. So keep doing it. And I can't wait to see where you go from here. Thanks so much, Nancy. It's been a pleasure today getting to talk to you and to talk with some of the Peloton community. So I loved it. I talk well, about Peloton any day. <laughs> you're, I know, right? You're such a, a bright shining star. And I wanted to highlight you and share you with everyone else. So Thank you everyone so much for joining tonight on Pillow Talk. We will see you next week. We do this every Thursday live on Clubhouse. Have a wonderful night and a wonderful weekend. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Our Clubhouse chats happen weekly on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern in the Stay Home, Stay Motivated Club on Clubhouse. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join us live. If you have questions or you want to be a guest on the show, send an email to palotalkshow at gmail.com or send a message on Instagram. See you next week.